Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Previously on My Dad Wrote a Porno. We're the Glee team. Come and get us. (laughs) (laughs) Was that drunken mantra? I'm here in Spain to get myself a couple of women who can teach me the ropes of standard sex. Standard (laughs) sex? How you say standard sex? He placed his nervous cock Oh god Into a pinky (laughs) (laughs) Into the pinky (laughs) Hello and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno James Cooper, how's it going? I'm good I can't believe we're three apps from the end I know, quite emotional, Alice Don't sound so excited Uh, Yes, also thrilled that it's nearly over (laughs) I think we all are, should we all hold hands? (laughs) What a lovely autumn it's going to be, free from porn (laughs) You say that, but I feel like there's always porn on the horizon with Rocky Yeah I've forgotten what this chapter's called, but I remember thinking I had no idea what it was about Yes, the chapter's called A Schweinsteiger Afternoon James, what do you mean? Why don't you understand what that means? I'm just going to Google what a Schweinsteiger is Sounds just... Oh, maybe Mr. Block is back. I can't do these accents. You can do German. I can't do German. That's quite good, actually. Okay, I'll use that. (laughs) Let's hope it says I can't do German (laughs) in the dialogue. The only dialogue that there is. Um, I've just Googled Schweinsteiger. All that's coming up is Bastian Schweinsteiger, who's a German professional footballer. Cool. uh, Who plays for Chicago Fire. A right-footed player, he usually plays a central midfielder. I don't know what that means. I literally... (laughs) (laughs) That makes as much sense as a Rocky chapter, it really does. <laughs> Do we think it could be about him? He might have seen, this is kind of how it works with him, he might have seen on the sports pages that name flash up and he's stolen it. Because it's all sorts of places that he gets his inspiration. Because the Chicago Fire are often <laughs> on the back pages of National Well, Press. I can't say I'm looking at the sports pages very often. Are we still on the Hindu? That's the question. I would imagine not. I feel like a Schweinsteiger afternoon hasn't got much to do with Butch, the sunburnt kid, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, should we plough on? Should we find out? Because I think guesswork is not going to be our friend here. <laughs> it's never served as well in the past, has <laughs> no. it? No one saw the Hindu coming, that's for sure. I still think about that Spitfire. It's not a Spitfire, what is it? The de Havilland transport plane. Precisely, yes. I think about it often. It almost yeah. makes me want to just go to the Costa del Sol to find out if they really do deliver Guardians on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> on a fact-finding mission. <laughs> On an official English fact-finding tour. The thing about that was that <laughs> that they were the Saturday edition of The Guardian being 
delivered on the Sunday, but being put in the plane on the Friday. So unprinted. So un- blank so pages. God knows what they've been, unless they like knew the news story a day How in advance. How did we not pick up on that? I know. Oh no, sorry, sorry to be the corrector here, but it was just the supplements, if I remember. It was just the guide. And- Which aren't oh, as topical. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so that's actually easier to do in advance. Okay, fair enough. Right. So leave your dad alone. Okay, fine. Just the supplements. I mean, why would it be just the supplements? <laughs> Loads of like free shampoo in a sachet. It's not Bella Mag, babe. Guardian, free, what, free, free fold out hairbrush. I don't fucking Is that where you get your aftershave? Do you just rub it out of the pages onto your wrist? He tears them all out for when he's got a date. He's like, go to the stack. <laughs> What's it going to be today? Davidoff cool water. Jupe. <laughs> oh my god, my dad always used to wear jupe. Still does, I think. It's such a dad fragrance jupe. You get a lot for your buck as well. You get like it co- only comes in liters or two liters. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay, let's dive in figuratively. Belinda Blink three, chapter thirteen. Fuck me. A Schweinsteiger afternoon. <laughs> It was Friday morning when Des Martin yay! knocked on Belinda's office door. I don't know if it's a yay when oh, Des Martin turns up. People love him though. Do they? Yeah, he gets a cheer, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets a cheer at the live show oh, when he enters. I obviously blocked that out. <laughs> Spoiler, Des Martin arrives at the live show. <laughs> yeah. Quick, buy your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a sec. The website's crashed. Everybody <laughs> wants to see it now. So... We've skipped a week then, if it's Friday morning, because it was the, the hen weekend. Yes. So it's the following Friday now. Mm. Wow. Anything could have happened. I doubt it. I doubt I anything will she's happen. She's probably just been doing cost centre reports, that sort of thing. A bit of admin filing. Okay. The business side of things. Although Rocky would usually tell us about that and keep That's us abreast. True. This has been quite a business-focused book as well. You know, there's been business cards. That's true. One thing we never talked about from that episode where everyone's having sex in that sex party oh yes people were giving out business cards where were they storing them well their ass cheeks clearly in the cheeks well, <laughs> what behind their ear that's not gonna well, work I would, I would go the crack over the cheek well yeah sure the ass area the ass area the back pocket the back if you will oh my is that what it's called isn't that what they call it who's they <laughs> people your people you just realise you move in such different circles don't you when James comes out with these things <laughs> the back pocket Pop yes. it in your back pocket. Is that what you mean when you say that? I don't really know about your back pocket. It's fine. Do you um, think of it as a pocket? No, I don't think of it as a pocket. I'm just sure it's been called like the back pocket before. Alice, all I can think about those hot pockets on the flames, Canada. Oh my God. People will <laughs> have meatball. been on a flight and have been offered the hot pocket. The hot pocket. Let me tell you, run. Now you're on, you're on a plane, so you can't really, but like you, t- you say no and you say, you just find the nearest adult because it's it's not a good thing, I, is it? I gobble mine right up. I don't know what the problem is. You it's always delicious. gobble up the hot pocket. Des Martin <laughs> knocked on Belinda's office door. Hi, boss. How are you feeling this morning? Busy, Des. Busy. <laughs> That's a brush off, isn't it? Belinda replied brusquely, quietly nursing the mother of all hangovers. Oh, oh now we understand. Oh, that's where she's been for the last four days, on a bender. <laughs> you can't take it out on everybody else, you just got to soldier through. It had now been a full week since the Costa del Sol fiasco. I wish we were there right now, because it's pissing it down outside. It's all it I can hear. It's horrible. And we're at my flat again this week, and I think my neighbours are having sex again. Because there's something banging upstairs. Oh, God. It's an unholy hour for it. Are you joking? Quarter to nine? Yeah, I think that's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 
great TV on. This is prime time. <laughs> They'll be missing Corey. <laughs> it had now been a full week since the Costa del Sol fiasco and all that Russian vodka. That was never mentioned. <laughs> they were famously ordering G&Ts, weren't they? Des, today's clients. What's the school? Said somebody who hasn't got a sweet clue what's going on. <laughs> That's what you do, isn't it? Ask a really vague question like, I just want a little update on the, um, on the clients and stuff. On the figures. Just like give me a rundown of like the schedule and stuff. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> They're actually old-fashioned rag and bone men. <laughs> oh! <laughs> rag and bone men. They're off of yesteryear, aren't they? Steptoe and son. What is a rag and bone man? They're kind of very resourceful gentlemen who would kind of source things from the street, right, and then sell them to people Yeah, I think traditionally it was, like, literally rags, so yeah. fabric, strips, and, like, bone and bits and bobs, right? Bits like, and bobs, yeah. yeah. Bits of furniture, kind well, of... You to... two are literally making this up as you go along. It was, it was basically rags and, and bits of bone. Bits of, bits of old chicken drumstick. Isn't that right, Jamie? Yes, yes, old furniture. What are you on about? You don't know. Was it Victorian? Actually, when we lived in Leeds, they still had a rag and bone man that went down, you know, that um, cobbled back lane behind my house. Yeah, Regent's Park Terrace. So you used to come along there on an actual cart with an actual horse? We had one growing up as well. We used to come to the towns and everything. To the towns? Yeah. To the cities? The cities up north. I used to go to the pub and my dad's friend used to sell meat off the back of a van. <laughs> okay, so your dad's friend was a rag and bone man? <laughs> no, he wasn't. Is that a T-bone steak? <laughs> No, I think it was a bit dodgier. But yeah, I just remember thinking they'd be like, oh, it's fallen off the back of a van. I'd be like, then why would we eat it? It sounds disgusting. It fell off the back of the van, then was put back into the boot of the van. James thought it literally fell on the floor. (laughs) That's been on the tarmac, mother. Don't eat it. Wash it. Turns out it was just stolen meat and that guy was a crook. And James shopped him in for those pork chops. <laughs> so was he selling those and curtains, in which case he was a rag and bone man? <laughs> just the bone, Okay, not the just the bone. He's just a bone man. <laughs> it's a different thing. <laughs> They're actually old-fashioned rag and bone men. Very good, Des. Should I ask the question again? <laughs> What's the score? Oh, God, She's she so is aggy. a grouch bag. She is raggy. Des took a few minutes to clear his mind of Belinda's tits. A few minutes. Can you imagine the silence? (laughs) How could he explain it? Well, let's put it this way. You've heard of Price Keen? No. No. And Bargain Stall? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, these guys (laughs) supply them with some of their products. Who? What? Price Keen and Bargain Stall. Supply who? The Rag and Bone Men. The Rag and Bone Men (laughs) supply Price Keen and Bargain (laughs) Stall. What are you talking about? Which I'm assuming are like pound shops. (laughs) Right, okay. So the rag and bone men supply the pound shops with what? With Rags everything. and bones. Those old CDs that no one ever buys. <laughs> yeah, like shampoo from the continent, that sort of thing. From the continent? What is going it's on? It's always in foreign languages if you buy oh, shampoo yeah. from the pound shop or Price Keen. So what's he called them? Price Keen and... Price Keen and Bargain Store. <laughs> Good names, to be fair. Price Keen? I love Price Keen. Trademark that shit. <laughs> You've heard of Price Keen? No. And Bargain Store? No. Well, these guys supply them with some of their products and they've got us out of a few holes in the past. Belinda started to become more interested. Oh, did she? Go on, Dad. (laughs) Yeah, go on, Dad. And? Okay. Let's suppose Sterling Corps orders 
45,000 units of one article in our Oxybrillo range. You fucking wish. That would be a massive order. Jesus. You imagine that because it's never going to happen, love. <laughs> also, article. What is that? Is that a pot? That's a one pot and or pan. One style in the range. Oh, a style. Oh, so it's like a non-stick tin wok. Sure. That sort of thing. Yeah, okay. can you imagine if they ordered that? She'd be out of a lot of trouble. 45,000. As if. That would be the end of the books. <laughs> Okay, but hang on. I think this is actually good business here. I think we're about to learn something, guys. Take notes, Alice. Okay. Let's suppose Sterling Corps orders 45,000 units of one article of our Oxybrillo range. Now, the factory says, to get the best profit from the deal, we need to make 50,000 units. Okay, you with me? Not really, no. No. (laughs) Why? So they're saying that actually the way that our factory works is that it's more cost effective to make 50,000 units than it is to make 45,000 units. So drastically overproduce. Why? No, 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 no. Okay, guys. The factory says to get the best profit from the deal, we need to make 50,000 units. Okay, with me? No. Belinda nodded. (laughs) Oh, thank God that makes one of us. Now, Sterlings don't want 50,000 units. They only want 45,000 units. (laughs) If you'd listen to the deal. So, what do we do with the extra 5,000 units? Burn them? (laughs) Put them under seats at the O2. (laughs) Belinda finished Des's sentence. We sell them to those lot at a much discounted price, and they push them out to the discounters. What lot? What? I just coughed up a lung. Correct, boss. No, sorry. No. We're skipping over it too quickly. So they overproduce in the hope that Price Keen and Bargain Hunt or whatever it's called. No, no, no. Yeah, no. (laughs) So they're not going to buy them direct. Sterling will sell them on to Price Keen and Bargain. No, 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 no. They are deliberately overproducing. It's the fact that, like, all companies who manufacture stuff have kind of set increments of manufacturing volume. Yeah. So their factory, for whatever reason... Works in units of 50,000. units of 50,000. How limiting. Probably in units of 10,000. So, you know, they could have 40,000 or 50,000, but they need 45,000 because that's what Sterling's bought. So then the rag and bone men come in and be like, do you want us to take these to Price Keen in our wheelbarrow? Exactly. So they... (laughs) No, they don't, though. (laughs) Look... This is how business works at Steel's Pots and Pans. So it's cheaper for them to make the extra 5,000 they don't need and flog them for essentially a, pl- a pound, well, less than a pound, <laughs> than to just make 45,000. But c- when they're selling them, could they not be like, oh, we don't really do 45, yeah. we do 40 or 50, yeah. so do you want to just take 50? Yeah, but that's because Belinda's shit at negotiating deals, so well, she can't do that. Clearly. This is so crazy. But is it because actually if they get 45 thousand it's worth them breaking (laughs) (laughs) honestly the blankness in alice's eyes she didn't know what was coming out of her mouth i I honestly don't know where everybody is involved well do you know what belinda understands because she literally jumped in and finished his sentence for him so he says now sterlings don't want fifty thousand they only want forty five thousand so what do we do with the extra five thousand units we sell them onto these lot at a much discounted price and they push them out to the discounters. Correct, boss. But who's this lot? Because the discount... The, the rag, rag and bone, bone men. men. Right. Keep up, Alice. But why wouldn't you just sell them to the discounters? 
What are the rag and bone men doing? Obviously, they've got the horse and cart, which is great. So they can take it to the discount. I'm <laughs> saving so much on lorries. Oh, God. So what? Like, sorry to sound stupid, but I'm not in business. So <laughs> I'm not in the 19th century or in business. So the highwaymen take the excess stock. So 5,000 walks in their horse oh and cart. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. And King Edward decreed that. <laughs> and as per the Magna Carta, they go to the discounters, price keen and bargain store. So the feudal landowners... <laughs> So the repeal bill of 1866. <laughs> the peasants revolt. God almighty. Right, crack on. Good answer, Des. Now, how's the wife? Oh, oh. wow. Divorced. <laughs> yeah, famously not living with me. Gone, gone, gone. <laughs> Dead and buried. <laughs> Divorce finalised next month. So not quite gone then. House under offer. And we're both out. Oh, oh, oh Des, he's going to become a rag and bone man. <laughs> you could do a lot worse. Oh. So you are now one of the country's many marriages ending in divorce. <laughs> Fucking hell. Statistics don't lie, as any good business person knows. <laughs> wow, what reassuring words <laughs> from Belinda. <laughs> yes, but you've been a big help, boss. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm. Don't you mean... Your physical attraction to my gorgeous body. Oh, my <laughs> sweet baby Jesus. Is humble on a CV. Yeah. <laughs> what? What was that face, Jamie? Des looked at Berlin. That was, yeah, with five H's. H's just, sure. It wasn't my interpretation. It was very much in the text. Okay. okay. Yeah. Des looked at Belinda's breasts with a sideways gaze. He'd only just shaken them. Also, isn't he looking at her straight on? Why is he looking sideways at her? If we crack this account, can I see all of you naked, touch all of you naked, and fuck all of you naked? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You you genuinely just puked, didn't you? That was a dry heave, I think. I've never done Uh, one of those before. Belinda thought of Ken Dewsbury and replied... Only if we get an order from these people today. Oh, there's a deadline on it. It's like 24. (laughs) 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 Well done her. She's turned that around, hasn't she? A negotiation, Alice. As ever. Everything in life is a negotiation. Des made excellent time on the journey. And as their car slowed... Where are we? Well, they're off to do the deal. With? The Rag and Bone Men. Yeah. I thought they came to you. In the horse and cart. They do, actually. <laughs> but maybe if you're supplying them with... Oh, God, I don't know. Worse. Let's just roll with it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Jamie's never broken down like that before. <laughs> he really doesn't give a shit anymore, I mean, I'm he? just like trying to find logic here is folly. He's always got an answer for everything. Yeah. And today he's like, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Let's just get through it. He's like, we're nearly at the end. It's raining. I don't care. He's like, let's plough on four chapters tonight. Let's just go through the small hours. <laughs> no, not four chapters tonight. I want to get out of this house with James's. Fair enough. Des made excellent time on the journey. And as the car slowed, he took a sharp left-hand turn and stopped outside two large metal gates. Ooh. Rag and Bone Man HQ. Mm. Is this the home of the famous German footballer, Bastian Schweinsteiger? <laughs> <laughs> We've gone full circle. <laughs> they started to slowly open, and Des drove the Mercedes slowly through them. 
we'd have to go at a similar rate, I imagine, <laughs> so as not to crash into the game. <laughs> kind of dictates the speed. Remote video cameras followed them down the mud road. Sorry, what? They followed them down? <laughs> the cameras. How? <laughs> On a track and dolly. Oh, it'll be a lovely shot. It'll look like the start of Downton, won't it? Fitted by Ken Dewsbury, probably. (laughs) (laughs) All AV needs. Wires everywhere. Remote video cameras followed them down the mud road, and Belinda wondered what she was getting herself into. A deal. The car stopped outside a big, green, dilapidated warehouse. Oh, my It looked like what it was. A dilapidated big green warehouse. (laughs) A remnant of the Second World War. Oh, for God's sake. Come on, boss. Let's get inside before the dogs smell us. Oh, my. (laughs) Where are they? Sure. The hounds are coming. The gate opened for them. They're not broken in. Is this going to become some sort of ghost story or something? Oh, I hope so. He's not really gone into that genre yet, has he? Des grabbed Belinda's hand and literally dragged her through the shabby doorway. <laughs> her eyes grew quickly accustomed to the murky interior. Ooh. Very good. It was full of large wooden crates. Rag and bowman boxes. Well, actually, this is kind of your dad's technique. Do you remember we bought that merchandise? Yes. And it wasn't really shifting. And we didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> yes. Did he employ a rag and bone man? No, there was a fire in the warehouse and we made more money in the insurance in the fire than we did selling them. That is so rocky. It is true, yeah. Where was he on the night of the blaze? <laughs> Dad just emailed us saying, there's been an incident at the warehouse. <laughs> the good news is... We're rich. <laughs> We've made a fortune. <laughs> the bad news is we're 240,000 teachers down. <laughs> And don't get me started on the tote bag. (laughs) And also, what's a tote bag? (laughs) The only things that survived were the charred mugs. Can you imagine? And they are flying off the shelves. (laughs) Well, we should say, that was our first pass of merchandise. Now we have some lovely merchandise available at mydadderatporno.com. Nice. And it also meant that the old stuff, if you're lucky enough to own one, it is properly vintage because there's only about five of each... (laughs) item in circulation left surviving and the things that aren't signed by rocky are worth more hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. 
so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash mydad. Des pushed on into the warehouse. At the far end, Belinda could hear the noise of forklift trucks moving around. A door opened to the side, halfway down, and a biggish man walked out. Oh, come on. Come on. I think he's run out of the ball now. There aren't any more, are there? Biggish, thinnish, tallish, youngish. Smallish. It's been early-ish before. Early-ish, yeah. yeah. It's probably been late-ish. Yeah, definitely. All of those. Hi, Hans. I'm sorry? Hans. Hans. H-A-N-S. Hi, Hans. Great to see you, said Des. Can I introduce you to my boss? Belinda Blumenthal. Hans proffered a hand. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Beautiful beautiful. stuff. Hello. I've heard so much about you. Welcome to Bargain Basement Land. Bargain Basement Land. (laughs) Not what it's called. What is a theme park of bargains? (laughs) Belinda smiled and shook Han's hand. And stop saying Han's hand. (laughs) This is ridiculous. Oh my God. Like never before has it been an issue about saying Han's. Han's hand. Stop it. It felt cool yet dry. Not slimy and sweaty as she'd expected from a rag and bone man. Oh, the hands is hands. Hands is hands. Hands is hands. He's maybe he's maybe stored it in a cool, dry place, as recommended for many products. Hands ushered them through into a small office, using his hands, I presume, (laughs) where a spluttering gas fire did its best to keep the damp building at bay. Spluttering kept the building at bay. (laughs) Greta, oh Greta, come meet Belinda. Oh my God, is it Hansel and Gretel? Hands. Hands. Hans and Greta. It's the building made of sweets. (laughs) From the pick and mix in Bargain Basement. (laughs) Yeah, you look at the walls and they're just those tiny butterscotch bricks. Milk bottles outside the doorstep. Milk for your tea? Oh, wait. (laughs) Okay, so Belinda's wandered into a fairy tale. So what are Hansel and Gretel saying? Greta, come meet Belinda. Steals pots and pins. Did he mishear her name? Did he hear it all together? (laughs) What do we think Greta's going to look like? A hag. <laughs> okay. Do you think everyone looks like a hag? I think Greta will be blonde, pretty and petite. Okay. I think she'll be old, plump and blind. <laughs> okay. Great. I just wanted to offer the alternative. Yeah, it might be somewhere in between the two. A tall... Sorry, Al. Slim. Okay. Dark-haired... Oh, no. ...lady... Okay. <laughs> ...came out of a second room. She was absolutely stunning. Oh, well, I thought she'd be stunning. Most Gretas are. That's actually a rule of thumb. Can she see? <laughs> I think so. Oh, damn. It's not misspecified, weirdly. Belinda held back a hasty gasp of admiration. <laughs> it didn't do to greet new clients with one's tongue hanging out. Oh, she loves a bit of Greta. It's a classic book one greeting. What? 
Oh, hi, Greta. No, it's nice to have that back, isn't it? Oh, hi, Greta, said Belinda, taking her proffered hand. Hands probably proffered her hand. (laughs) It's a second-hand hand. hand. (laughs) From hands. Very good. And they're ragging moments, so it is all second-hand. Hi, Belinda. Oh, my. Well, she's tall and thin. (laughs) My bad. Famously squeaky voice. And stunningly beautiful. (laughs) Hi, Belinda, replied Greta looking Belinda up and down with an appraising air. Belinda definitely wanted to give her all she had. In discount terms, of course. (laughs) Also nothing. 100% of everything. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. Hans and Greta were brother and sister. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh God. He's gone full Hans Christian Andersen. (laughs) Oh my good God. He's just fishing for the comparison, I'm sure. He's getting fucking desperate now. And he's like, where's a book? What can I... (laughs) Hans dropped some baguette on the floor. Hans and Greta were brother and sister. Their parents had set the company up many years previously, and, after ensuring their two children had the necessary education and experience... They sent them to the forest. (laughs) ...had quietly retired to the heat of the Bahamas. Oh, lovely. Good for them. (laughs) Quietly. They didn't want to make a scene. (laughs) No leaving party. Just scuttled off. Just shuffle out. (laughs) After a very quick tour around the warehouse... There wasn't much to see apart from wooden crates. (coughs) Belinda nodded her head sagely. (laughs) What are you... (laughs) I'm just laughing at everything. It's just, like, it's all just hitting me now. (laughs) The bonkersness of it. Oh, that's absurd. Hans and Greta. Hans and Greta Schweinsteiger. CEOs of bargain oh business land. Oh my god. Are they the, are they the Schwarzschlagers? <laughs> they are. Is that them? The one and the same. Oh, related to our German footballer. <laughs> Wait, how do you know they're the Schwarzschlagers? Well, it's a Schweinsteiger afternoon, and I'm sure Hans and Greta haven't got the surname Jones. Do you know what I'm saying? <sighs> Whilst this was a down market business to her, and one that wouldn't increase her bonus one whit, the company did need to have this safety valve. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Is that what you god. call them? Besides, Hans and Greta interested her. Their immaculate facial bone structure, the fact they were brother and sister, and last but not least, that they were both unattached, meant all things were possible. Ew, 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 ew. Do you feel like something icky's going to happen? I think it's about to get a bit Lannisters in Game of Thrones, if you know what I mean. If you don't know what I mean, I mean incest. (laughs) Oh, really? Is that what that means? I've just heard people say that. No, I'd like to think Rocky's not quite going to go that far. Maybe she'll just have one at a time and she likes the idea that she's coming into some sort of family dynasty. Mm. Oh, God, I felt pukesville. But Belinda was also becoming more and more impressed with Des Martin. No one at head office had ever hinted at the existence of this underbelly. But Des has had the balls to take her into the lion's den and boy, oh boy, she couldn't believe the opportunities she'd encountered. Oh boy, boy, I said, oh boy. (laughs) Greta was just unbelievably beautiful. We know, she said that already. Whilst Hans was so male. Oh. (laughs) 
Very much the male version of Greta. She means masculine, doesn't she? So masculine. And there we go. She could have made love to them both there and then in their disgusting working conditions. <laughs> oh, no, but not while the other one's present. Yeah, On the separately. Oh. Just then, Hans told Des he'd just been delivered some interesting prototype items from Bish in Germany. <laughs> Steel's biggest European competitor. And did he want to have a look at them? They're called Is- Bish. Bish. Is that like Bosch? But Bish. Oh my God! <laughs> also, if something's like a Bish, is it Bish-ish? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Bish. B-I-S-C-H. Oh my God, it's yeah, totally it's supposed bosh. to be like Bosch. <laughs> bish, please. I bet Bish isn't working with rag and bone men no. based over, overseas. Swish, swish, bish. <laughs> be their like theme tune. Oh my God, is that their like jingle? You know, like do-do-do-do. It just comes at the end. Yeah. The brand new strudel pan. Swish, swish, bish. <laughs> there you go. I can see it now. So Steels has a competitor now. I feel like they're going to come to the foreground in, mm. in the future. I feel like I would shop with anybody other than Steels, <laughs> so I'll just always go with the competitor. Don't know anything about them. So he asked if he wanted to have a look at them. Des nodded eagerly. He used to work for Bish a long time ago and always enjoyed seeing what they were up to even though he thoroughly disliked their ethos. Big business. Mm, conglomerate. Oh. You don't mind, boss, do you? It'll only take me 40 minutes to take some pictures and make out a competitor report. Take some pictures. I bet he's got like one of those, do you remember the first cameras that like smoke came out of and they were on a stand? <laughs> That's how he took that lovely portrait of the rag and bone man. 40 minutes to take a picture. <laughs> Go digital, Des. <laughs> Belinda smiled inwardly. Inwardly, sure. And replied... No, Des. Go and do your job. I'll have a cup of tea or something with Greta here. Tea? (coughs) Belinda, I think we can do so much better than that. (laughs) So do I. What about a drop of chili and chardonnay? Oh, God, they've all got it. (laughs) Apologies to the world at that accent. Apologies specifically to Germany. And to women. (laughs) (laughs) What about a drop of chili and chardonnay? Perfect, Greta. After all, Des is driving. You know if someone really hot turned up, you're like, oh my God, they're so hot. And then they spoke like that. It'd <laughs> oh, kill the mood, wouldn't absolute it? Absolute buzzkill, yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't think I could go through with a date. The lads left and Greta went into the back room. Hey, Belinda, what do you think of this? Come and have a look. <laughs> Belinda went through. Greta was holding out... An exquisitely sexy brassiere in black lace. Got a crate of them this morning from Tokyo. Try it on. I think it's your size. How does she know? Belinda blinked. (gasps) Mm -hmm. I generally find Japanese stuff a tad too small for my somewhat larger breasts, replied Belinda. (laughs) Rocky just playing on a little stereotype there. Replied Belinda, rapidly taking off her jacket and blouse. Also, stop shopping at Muji, Belinda, if you're that bothered. (laughs) We get it. Massive tits. No, trust me. I'm an expert. And this one will fit you beautifully. Tell you what. If it does, you can keep it. It's my size as well. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Creepy, creepy. I feel like Greta might be a murderer. (laughs) voice doesn't help, does it? Yeah, is Greta okay? Is it a bit Dr. Robbins, the voice? <laughs> <laughs> Belinda salivated. 
and removed her own bra. Greta gasped. <gasps> oh my God! What an astounding pair of breasts you have, Belinda. You can't say that phrase when we're already in a fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> what amazing breasts you have. He's just like mixing all of the stories oh. up. Honestly, where are the three little pigs? Oh. May I feel their weight in my hands? Dead weight. Why does everybody always want to know the weight? It's almost like they value tit by the pound. Well, back and bow, man. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth about uh, two and threepence. <laughs> Old money. Give you a shilling. God, if they like rags, they'll like the Duchess's breasts. Oh, They're just God. paper thin. Beautiful, willowy bits of silk. Of course, Greta, darling. Would you mind reciprocating? As in flop her breasts into her hands? I guess. Not hands, sorry. Belinda's <laughs> grasp. <laughs> Fuck me, Belinda. Oh. Okay. Cried Greta, oh. reaching into the bottom drawer of her desk. What's in there? Oh. It's a dildo, isn't it? It's a, it's dildo. a dildo. It's a dildo from a job lot of dildos. <laughs> and pulling out a largish black dildo. Oh. This will be from a crate. Oh, yeah, this will be a, a, a cheap knockoff dildo. It's probably not been tested for safety. <laughs> I'd want to read a few Amazon reviews yeah, of a dildo before I bought it. Are there Amazon reviews of dildos? For sure. Oh, there must be. Wow. Well, there's actually... Do you remember... I mean, cast your mind is back now, but do you remember when Rocky accidentally called Bella Donna? Oh, yeah. There is a dildo called the Bella Donna dildo. <laughs> no. And is that is. a popular one? It's on Amazon. Someone ages ago sent us the link for it. I don't know, how, but there must be... And James out. promptly bought it. I was going to say, I saw that on the um, company account and I couldn't work out what it was, <laughs> but I always presume it's your personal predilections. He's been keeping it in his back pocket for the last couple of years. <laughs> oh, oh, come it's on. It's a phrase, all right? So she's pulled out a largish black dildo. <laughs> You're right, James. Oh, my God. What, what are you showing me and why is it twenty four ninety nine? <laughs> oh, is this the Belladonna? <laughs> It's called Doc Johnson Belladonna's Bitch Fist Dildo. <laughs> bish? It's a Bish Fist Dildo. It's a fist. It's twenty four ninety nine. Free UK delivery. Don't even worry about it. It's got one five-star review. James Cooper. <laughs> Delighted. Oh, my God. Wait till you see it, Jamie. Good Your eyes are going to water. Hands could sell this hand. Whoa. It's like somebody doing a like cutesy wave, but in the, in the closed hand position, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a massive fist and most of a forearm. The good bit of a forearm. <laughs> but guys, there's only 11 left in stock, so run while they're still available. As soon as this episode comes out, they'll be gone. <laughs> That's my worry. <laughs> Belinda removed her skirt, thong and heels in that order. Oh, good. And quickly strapped on the hard wooden sex implement. Wooden? She's going to get splinters. No, it'll be used to be crafted. And no, you, I'm sorry. I, wooden must have been like olden days. <laughs> like they, they don't make wooden dildos anymore. Wooden's a shocker, isn't it, really? I hope it's good solid wood and not like MDF. Oh, can you imagine if it's just chipboard? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Start to splinter. Oh, don't. Nice piece of kit, Greta. Where's the witch hazel? Greta panted back. Also got them this morning from New Guinea. Now, stop talking and just fuck me, Belinda. New Guinea. New Guinea. So they got bras in this morning and the the wooden dildos. Well, I guess it's a constant stream of stock. Love that New Guinea's diversifying into wooden dildos. That's nice, isn't it, Papua? Joining in. Belinda helped Greta onto a dark wooden crate. With a big dildo cut out. Can you imagine? <laughs> just hacked out of the crate. 
<laughs> sitting in the corner of the room. Oh, corner. Pushed her thighs apart. Oh. And rotated the large dildo into her already sopping vagina. Sopping. Sopping. Get up. She clamped her mouth onto Greta's right teat. Teat? <laughs> Fucking hell. And started to vigorously move in and out. Greta quietly screamed in ecstasy. Quietly screamed. Famously easy to do. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like one note. One more time. So solemn. <laughs> the last cry of a really sad dying woman. After about three minutes of frenzied activity and a couple of extremely wet orgasms, Greta waved her free hand and <laughs> in some... free hands. <laughs> that fist dildo <laughs> waved her free hand in submission, saying, Stop! It's your turn now for ravishment, Belinda. Ravishment? The girl swapped over. And it was Belinda's turn for violent release. Wow. No man had ever been this good. Ever? And she's got a lot of experience. Well, I would trust her. But then again, she'd never experienced anyone from New Guinea. (laughs) What does it even mean? Because they've all got cocks made of wood. Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Um, Well... That's where we're going to have to leave it, because that's the end of the chapter. Oh, my God. I am sopping wet. Oh, my God. That was... What was that? So, I feel like I've learned a lot about business. business. Yeah. No. Quite a business-heavy chapter. Yeah, it was quite business-heavy. No, I'm sorry. It was sopping in business. Um, (laughs) Hands literally everywhere. Hands for days. Oh, my God. I appreciate so much more how difficult it is in the pots and pans industry. To get rid of that excess dog. Oh, my God. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a dog's life. Those extra 5,000 <laughs> units. What do you do with them? What do you do? Is that it, though? Is it, Whatever deal she was talking about earlier in the day, has the deal been done or has she just Oh, we don't know because then... that was the deal that Des Martin was going to get his end away on. Yeah. Taking the pictures. Yeah. I know I get to this point in the books every time. Yeah. It's like, where's it all going? Like, come on, we're at chapter 13 of 15 now. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've got faith in Rocky. I just hope he like pulls it together by the end. What do you want pulling together exactly? A thread, a, a narrative thread somewhere, <laughs> like some, something to have happened for a reason at some point. <laughs> okay, well, you can but dream. Yeah. <laughs> Keep wishing and hoping on that one. Um, What's the next chapter called? Yeah, maybe there's a clue in whether she gets the deal and if Des gets his deal. Any guesses, guys? Is that what it's called? I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was called. (laughs) Rocky's just like, fill in the blanks, I don't know. (laughs) At this point, I've come to learn there's literally no point in guessing. Uh, You're right, because it's called Belinda's Spiral Staircase. Oh. So that could refer to the planes. Where they yes. have spiral staircases up to the bees. A secret part of the Duchess's house because she has lots of little clandestine doors and alleyways. Or we could be going to her flat. I don't think we've been to her flat before. <gasps> Maybe she's got a spiral staircase in there. Shut oh. up. I would love to see her basic flat. Yes. See where she eats. Oh my God. See where she sleeps. You can tell so much from someone, can't you, Alice? It's lovely here, James. It's really nice. I just got a new chair. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Waited in all day for it, bloody hell. So yeah, that's it. Belinda's spiral staircase. Keen, very keen. Mm. Yeah, let's see uh, 
see where this is going. Well, if you hope, like James, that Dad's going to pull this all together somehow and finish it in a nice little bow, get in touch. You want to hear your theories of how you think this book's going to end. Yeah, just tweet us at Dad Wrote a Porno. Yeah, I really want to know what people think. Where, where do they think it's all going? Penultimate episode. That's almost more exciting than the final one, because the final one's where we're really disappointed, whereas penultimate, there's still, <laughs> still a chance. Uh, Christmas Eve. <laughs> and if you are into the pictures, of course, you can join us on Instagram, at my dad wrote You can. We're on Facebook. Just search my dad wrote a porno. Or if you want to send us how you think Rocky's going to tie this all together, then you can email us at mydadwroteaporno at gmail.com with the subject line finale theories. We want to hear your thoughts. Well, I do anyway. We do. And we may even read some out on the podcast. So send them in. Anyone fancy a trip to Price Keen? I'd kind of prefer Bargain Store if that's okay. Snob. <laughs> When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.